Welcome to another chapter of In The Keep Podcast. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherload. This show is all about the world of arena first-person shooters, classic FPS games, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. These are the players, the developers, the streamers, the influencers. It is the will of the drowned god, Cathala, that our communities band together in her cathedral to frag and give one another into oblivion for all eternity. Mr. Zdravko Marinov is an independent game developer from Bulgaria, and he's, uh, he's currently working on his, his passion project, which is this neo-retro FPS game called Limitless Hunger. And let me tell you, man, this is exactly the kind of thing that the Keep has got to, you know, we're constantly searching for exactly this kind of thing. It's it's really interesting, you know, FPS game, but it, it fuses like kind of like the styles of Doom, and Serious Sam, and also throw some unique touches in, like really, really well thought out levels and boss fights, and and it makes it into this this really balanced run and gun experience that you're not going to get from most AAA studios these days. You're, this is the kind of stuff that it takes someone with a vision and the ability to execute that vision, and he does it so well. Like you'll hear him talk about a lot of stuff. This is a pretty long interview. I'm not going to lie, but I think it's well worth your time. It's, it was worth my time at least. Ah, oh, man, he's just so knowledgeable and I, th- I think you'll really enjoy it. And I think you'll really enjoy the demo, which is free. Uh, right now it's on his NDDB page. You can uh, check that out in the episode links. I'll have it there for you. And I tried it out, man. It's, it's kid tested. It's motherload approved. I've very much enjoyed this game. Before we get into it, I do want to say that uh, the music we're using today is from the actual original soundtrack of Limitless Hunger, and it is created by En Las Cuerdas, which is uh, what you're going to hear in just a couple of seconds and also after the interview. So, without any further ado, let's get in the keep with Zdravko Marinov. So my name is Zdravko Marinov, <clears throat> uh, probably like you can see it on IndieDB. I'm from Bulgaria and right now I'm developing Limitless Hunger, an FPS shooter, like something on a mashup of Doom and Serious Sam, like trying to make a hybrid between it. Not too fast, but not too slow. Uh, yeah, like something like that, <clears throat> a retro FPS kind of with a little bit of a niche on it. I was uh, <clears throat> using the word like neo retro, like new, I don't it's so weird it's, it's like an oxymoron, right? Like new Oh yeah. retro. Well, because yeah. like nowadays like uh if you're making a game, everybody's going to say, "Oh, you're copying this game. You're making this game." Sure. Like well, and like over the top. So, most times you have to actually make a hybrid or uh, so, something like a little bit more newer to actually uh, divide yourself between like some retro like FPS and your game. Like not only like having a graphical update and that's all. And gameplay wise, it's gonna be the same. That's why like uh, I don't want to copy 
any any other game like completely. I want to take a little bit of that, a little bit of this, what I like from that, like what I like from this, and hybrid. That's why I like uh, PUBG and like even PUBG. It was an asset flip game. I actually, make it out because uh, it was totally a new idea, a hybrid, a survival, uh, pressuring you to actually like engage combat. And so, like people that they like that, they like engaging in combat and being forced engaging into combat, which is even stranger. <clears throat> but yeah, like that's the only thing. And that's right, of course, like Fortnite and etc. Yeah. And yeah, like that's why, like from now, from now on, like industries are like, oh, we're gonna make an MMO, and then they try to copy, let's say, World of Warcraft because it's the most known and the most. Uh, yeah, just the most known uh, MRPG. And they try to copy that, and they fail. Because they're not a huge company, and World of Warcraft, that means Blizzard, didn't start as a huge company, and didn't start as an MMO. They started as an RPG. And they they evolved after having enough money from like getting from servers and etc. from uh, America to actually expand in AU and etc. And then they made an MMO more <clears throat> and just like stuff like that like people are just uh, too afraid like companies and etc to try something new and they just bankrupt in the end i think that everyone has influences right like every game every oh, yeah. like musicians or you know movies whatever like everything has influences and you take ingredients that you like from different things like for instance in your case, like I'm looking at the screen right now, it's like Doom plus Serious Sam equals Limitless Hunger, right? I mean, yeah. there, there are things about Doom I don't like. And that's mm-hmm. hard to say because I love Doom. It's one of my all-time favorite games. There are things about Serious Sam that I absolutely love, and there are things about Serious Sam that I fucking hate. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like running backwards <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. You get, you know, but when I play through your demo, it seems like you, you really have found that sort of balance because the the actual combat itself feels more like doom you feel very powerful you feel like you're just running through enemies but also the enemies all sprint directly towards you and swarm you like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. and at, you're those, forced to actually jump on them like yeah that, that's why yeah there's no uh like just kind of hanging back and being a sniper thus far in limitless hunger it's it's very yeah. much you, know, you can't be you know do like doom where you just kind of poke your head around a door you know, like find your enemy, pick them off from a distance. Like they're coming at you, period. Like and, and they spawn so so spontaneously. There was a couple times when I uh, I walked up onto the spawn, not realizing it was going to happen so quickly, and mm-hmm. they just sp- sprinted like directly into me. It's like almost like they spawn on top of me, and it, it's really it creates a really exciting uh, experience as opposed to like you know, Doom was exciting the first time I played it, and sometimes like new wads could be exciting, but. I don't want to play the same maps over and over because I already know what to what to expect, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's like uh, okay in this room I know the monster is going to spawn over there, and then I have this much time to react. In your game, it's like we, even if you anticipate it, they're coming at you in droves, and I, I love that. Oh yeah, like you're gonna like the new update then because monsters are tougher because somebody bitched that they were easier. Um, the one that actually runs at you is faster. So, like, heads up. Uh, And mostly, yeah, I didn't want to actually give a lot of space to the player. That's why we have those tentacles that 
vines or whatever they call them uh to actually beat you up if you actually like try to uh i don't know try to go out of the map or uh just try to like go in a corner and <laughs> try like to fuck the pathfinding or something the tentacles like, were like when i first started playing it i didn't think you could kill the tentacles i just thought i had to avoid them and it was really oh yeah really most people think like that i don't know why like uh, maybe because half-life like just teach you oh well yeah. Big monster with tentacles you cannot kill. Well, <laughs> you need a rocket. It's <laughs> good though. That is good because it. There's always something new to like. Oh, I just realized I could do this. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. well, one said like, oh, I hate them, and then <laughs> suddenly correction, I don't hate them because I can kill them. Yeah. But the big ones, yeah, the big ones are a little bit harder just because they're meant to be there more like of a static and just to pressure you towards moving like different directions. Uh, yeah, I really like <clears throat> I really liked the the maps thus far. First of all, because yeah. it, it it is linear, but there there is exploration to be done. But I don't ever feel like I was lost without a cause at any point. Mm. Uh, the The only frustrating point was when I was trying to gather all the keys to get out mm -hmm. of that gate to go to Burger Hell, and then the <laughs> The final key is just sitting right there by the gate, and I didn't realize it. I was like, what the fuck, man? I can't find this key. <laughs> like, I thought yeah, I had to yeah. shoot something, or, like, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, just a hidden secret, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, like, most people, I don't know why, like, they don't like that key hunt. Like, I kind of seem, uh, like, I'm kind of skeptical about it, too. Well, it, it kind of gives a purpose, yeah, to the player, like, oh, you just go there and just stuff, because uh, if you're just running around, like, uh, the arena to arena and you're doing nothing <clears throat> just shooting and the gate open after that like it, it gives some kind of purpose but not that much like oh you're picking up keys well while picking keys like some something may go behind you and fucking kill you mm -hmm. while searching for keys you maybe you're gonna find some ammo or you're gonna find some something else well if you're in combat you won't think oh i need to get some ammo and then you're not gonna know where the ammo is but if you have a key and you have an ammo or like armor or health or anything like that near it, people are gonna say, "Oh, a key! Oh, armor!" And, and then they have a bonus there. <clears throat> if not, they're just gonna like uh, strafe around and try to shoot enemies or kill them like with a sword or something. Yeah, <clears throat> it won't be like logical in that opinion. It took me a while to realize that I could, uh, I could strafe jump and even auto jump in the game too. I just kind of assumed, oh, yeah. you know, ba based on. The requisites are like it's like Doom and Serious Sam. I was like, I don't think I could strafe jump, so I didn't really try it until uh, after mm. Burger Hell when you get to that the gate directly after that when enemies just keep respawning and respawning and respawning and like I had to adapt at that point. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the strafe jumping is pretty solid. It, it was pretty exhausting, like just the amount that I was doing it in a row. Oh yeah. Well, you don't need, like, actually to jump that much because it's not based on velocity or, like, it has gravity and etc., but it's not based on velocity, like, in Quake or Half-Life or, like, like Bunny Hop, etc. Uh, actually, it's more of a, like, you can say the bug feature. <laughs> uh, when you press W and you press D or A or whatever, you're actually having a little bit more momentum, uh, no matter what. Like almost in any game, you're gonna have more momentum. But yeah, it oh. makes sense. 
geographic. Yeah, because you're actually trying to, to go two directions. And of course, it's going to like point into one, like something in between with a little bit more speed than normal. Like you're going to say, oh, speed five, but it's actually going to be like speed six or seven. Even if you uh, max it out, like that means if it's a, a little bit, even a little bit higher than normal speed, you're, you're going to go like on five. But it just overwrites because it's updating every frame. So it doesn't matter, like, really. It's actually, like, just yeah. fighting each other. It's like, imagine you're standing on a tile floor, and <clears throat> I tell you, walk ten tiles. So you walk <laughs> straight forward, you know, flat against the tiles ten. You're going to get there, you know, you'll cover a shorter distance than if you walked diagonally to across mm-hmm. ten tiles. And then if the computer is telling it you're moving one unit each time, but you're moving diagonally, you will move faster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really complicated. It was like the hardest thing for me to understand when I first started playing Quake. But I mean, it makes perfect sense, and it, yeah. it feels good in the game. Like I said, I was just like I was just so exhausted by the end of it because I was like, oh jeez, <laughs> man. Like the, the, especially that where the turrets and the the angels are just killing, like just overwhelming you right there in that mm-hmm. little graveyard area. But I oh, yeah yeah. Well, well, like, again, like, the projectiles not more faster. Like, I always play through, like, my game before I, like, of course, publish it. But uh, because, because this is the problem, like, uh, when you don't have, like, battle testers, I had to give them to my friends, but I forgot. <laughs> and there was, like, no time. And <clears throat> so I was like, oh, let me just speed through it and see some bugs. And I forget that I have a loading in the save system, and then shit like this happens. Doors don't open because, like, when you load, they were destroyed. Well, most games don't destroy their triggers because after destroying them and loading them, they're not there. You have to restart the whole level. And, uh, like, again, you're going to be there, but you have to restart the whole level. That means going in main menu, like most did. Uh, and, and shit like that. Like, <clears throat> and that's, like, was my problem. And I, like, I have, like, a hotfix for everything. And, of course, in gameplay-wise, because one said, well, uh, I have a multi-button mash, like, on my mouse, and I just hit that shit, and the pistol becomes a machine gun. <laughs> and I was like, I forgot about that. No, it's true. And, it is absolutely true. Yeah, I, and I forgot about that. Like, I forgot about, the, <laughs> like, the mouse. And, and somebody, like, then DM'd me and said, oh, I'm doing some micro shit here, and I made my mouse, like, click like a machine gun and your pistol is acting the same. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. And then somebody said, well, you shouldn't be like, uh, like forced to actually press every time like your pistol to actually shoot. So I was thinking, well, let me just see like around. And like I was looking because I was like before, oh, well, I'll make it like Counter-Strike. Like you have to press every time. But even there, <laughs> there is actually like, uh, uh, I want to say, a fire rate and uh, only I think on the dual Barrettos and uh, Counter Strike, there's not actually like that much of a fire rate. And <clears throat> then I was like, okay, like I'm gonna add on fire rate, and uh, now I have a fire rate, and you can hold your mouse down, and yeah, and everything's gonna be okay, but like it was a hard road <laughs> going there um, on the launch. The boss, the first boss, was <laughs> probably the hardest because 
every four seconds it was spawning four units, like four uh, tempters, yeah. as we call them. Uh, <clears throat> and people were like, well, <laughs> what should I prioritize, the boss or the enemies, or like lag? <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to change it up then. And lasers were like a little bit faster. Uh, like the explosives were a little bit faster and then the spawn was a little bit lower. Then I think I had like a kill zone problem. People were getting like lag, like because after you kill a boss, uh, most games have this option to enable a kill zone around you, like, or like an area. So it can clear out enemies that you won't see anymore. You won't look at them anymore. Or, like, enemies that are still alive and during the cutscene can kill you. <laughs> like in mine, because you can actually get killed, like, if uh, there was no kill zone. <laughs> like, your camera is gonna go to the fucking, like, uh, uh, gate, like how it's opening, so it shows, oh, this gate is open, you can go there. And suddenly you're gonna be swarmed around, like, four enemies, and you won't want that. Like, nobody wants that. Okay, so, the, like, the, the, the 3D yeah. world that you're you know that you're playing in is still rendering while the cutscene is going on is that what you're saying uh not really like uh you're you're actually here is still enabled that means like his collision everything like that and enemies can kill him still okay and it's all about rendering because rendering is one thing and then pathfinding and etc and okay uh and then in AI again is another thing rendering is just like the 3d models <clears throat> When you render, like, uh, doesn't mean, like, that, like, if you don't render something, doesn't mean it's not running, like, it's cold, and it's not coming to you to kill you. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, and in most cases, yeah, like, uh, we're going to need a kill zone, like, because, let's say, like, the tentacles, like, in the back, they were a lot difficult, like, you saw. And, like, that takes a lot of processing, because your camera is going to render a lot, even if it's not seeing it, it's going to render it no matter what. Even if there's a wall there, it's going to render it like the behind the wall too. Uh, even if you have like dynamic occlusion, etc. Uh, it will render it because it's like a field of view, you can imagine, that renders everything in it. Even if it, there's a wall like in front of it. So, like, it's going to take a lot of processing power, GPU power, so you have to, like, kill them no matter what. You're just wasting and they're way, uh, yeah, They're just waste because they're checking if, like, the player is nearby, like, the distance. That's calculation again. So having, like, okay, one, it's okay. Like, it's not going to fuck your FPS, but having, like, 20, like, uh, doing that at, this, uh, at the same frame rate and doing it every time. Uh, it's gonna be, it's just gonna be heavy, so you have to kill them. Like it's just easier. I mean, if you're in, if you're not allowed like to go back, it's easier just for you. If not, yeah. <clears throat> so go. No, I I was hoping you could kind of get into the uh, into the plot a little more. Like what? It, it, <laughs> well, yeah, like it's it's kind of um vague, which it should be, you know, for for this type of game. For example, like, yeah, but. So it, you do talk about it a bit on the NDDB page or, you know, like you're, you battle angels and demons and then there's clearly like, you are a character and then there's this, this dark Yeah, you're a character. Yeah. Well, 
Like they're, they're, uh, the like there's no angels people. still. Like there, there's the models, of course. There's like the logic and etc. But they're not including the demo because the demo is like kind of the first level of the game, where demons invade your world, right? So that's why it's the name like the one of uh, my fans suggested. Above meets below. That means earth meets hell, and <clears throat> which I love that name. Like grass that man. So, uh, actually, like, uh, what was I about to say, actually? <laughs> I forgot. You were talking oh, yeah, about like, uh, the story. Episode. Yeah, the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the story is uh, mostly, yeah, you're, you're a human, like, in <laughs> the first couple of seconds. Then you sell your soul, like, just a normal thing, right? Normal, normal Monday. Yeah, at the crossroads. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, the crossroads. <laughs> uh, Robert uh, and so, you actually get powers, you get everything like that. It's going to be revealed, like, who this demon is that actually, like, made the deal with you, etc. And, of course, like, because you see only demons, you don't see any angels. Like, why would you go to heaven to kill angels? You're going to go to hell to kill demons. Then then there's going to be something interesting that's going to happen that will force you to go up than actually below. Oh, that's going to be, like, revealed later. Okay. So, yeah. Just a little bit of the plot of cannot be revealed right now. <laughs> You're gonna probably kill like the most powerful being in history. <laughs> Cathala? Or Cathala? Uh, no. or <laughs> wow, <laughs> the old gods. I- I'm saying in history, something that was written. <laughs> okay, okay. Not <laughs> Lovecraft. <laughs> Duly noted. <clears throat> yeah, I-, I like the way that you've worked the art style into the story. It's like, um, you know, it, it kind of opens up sort of hell on earth-ish, like you're, you're on earth, but like that clearly like the demons have kind of had control of it for a little bit yeah. enough to kind of terraform things and like take over the burger joints and all that shit. So yeah. and I, and I really like the, the enemy character models as well. Like I, I kind of looked through them before I played the demo, but as I played it, I, they could start to make sense to me. Like these, these mm-hmm. sexy ladies with the wings and they, <laughs> they can like shoot hearts at you. The only problem I ran into with that is like I kept thinking that the hearts they were shooting at me were health power ups, and I'd like run into them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was thinking about that too. Like, hmm, like, uh, like I used the same model almost like for for from the health to that, but like I changed the textures and I added some spikes, so it says a little bit more of a danger <laughs> yeah. to the player. But uh, then I looked at it a little bit more, and then I saw that the spikes are not that like clear. Like even if you look at them like by the side, they're not that big. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, shit!" Like they're gonna learn, <laughs> and like that—that's that's what you have to expect. Like uh, as a game developer, the players are not stupid; they will learn. They need to be punished a little bit. <laughs> like that's how it is. Like, it's not of a big deal. You have to actually punish them, like learn from Dark Souls, like, like their first game, Demon Souls, uh, was the same shit. Like it wasn't changing anything. Like it was punishing that that's it. And that was like their motto. Like, let's punish the player. You're not good enough. Or it's so like we punish you. Pavlov. Fair. Yeah. Like, you know, the kind of learned response thing. That's kind yeah. of what you do. You're like creating, you're literally creating your own world that you're the god of, and you just you have to lead people in the direction you want them to go in. Yeah, but like you have to uh, always expect like, well, like during testing, because let's say me during testing, I didn't die even once 
because I know like everything how it, it works. But let's say a person that doesn't know how this works, like anything how it works, yeah, not even like anything behind the code, let alone like uh, a little bit. Like you have to make it clear through animations, through uh, UI, through anything like everything like that. You have to make it clear to them like, oh, this is happening or that's happening. Or you need to do this. That's why, like, there's interactions, like, with uh, the gates. Like, if you go near them, and they're like st still have like uh, keys on them. Like, you don't have enough keys. It will say like, oh, you need more keys, and it, it still shines like the red to signature that you need some keys. Like, you need that much amount of keys. Right. It doesn't say, oh, you need five keys. You just need to like just count up <laughs> the locks, how many there are, and <laughs> you're gonna know. <laughs> I wish I'd noticed that. So, uh, are you, you're yeah. doing all the artwork yourself, like the, all the character models, the environments? Oh, uh, I think my girlfriend helped me, like because she wanted to help, then she gave up. Uh, that's why you don't work with family and yeah. like anybody, <laughs> even even like friends. It's gonna be a little bit hard. And she worked like, let me see, she helped me with the succubus, like a little bit. Then I finished it. She helped me with the angel again because they're kind of based of the same model, just different hair and different, like a little bit of body shape. And she helped me with the angel. Oh, uh, what else? She helped me with one other, a guardian, let's say, model too. Like she helped me with a lot. She actually made most of the UI, which, like, I'm really proud of. She actually draws, but she doesn't want to, like, I don't know. It's just complicated for me <laughs> to understand anymore. And so yeah, like uh, it's like you have a vision most of the in, art, yeah. in your head, and you you know she for someone else to yeah, especially see that vision is a little bit hard. Yeah. yeah. So I could I can see how it would be frustrating. Yeah, but she did most of the art, and she had like more of a, her own thing to do. So like I was nothing against it. Like she she could have gone and. Uh, I worked on most models, like most of the demons are mine, like the big one with the four chain guns is mine, of course. Yeah. Uh, and like most of, most of the models, I did them. Like there's not like a lot of changes or anything like that. Uh, just the UI is my girlfriend and the succubus is my girlfriend. I don't know, like most of the art, it's me. But again, like I need to give her credit. Of course. <clears throat> she was there too. I think I have like a couple of wallpapers that my friend did. Now that he did, he edited them. Like, I use like the lazy way to make wallpapers. You make a scene, you make like a little bit of an environment, you put up models, <laughs> you <laughs> make them uh, pose in some way, uh, and <laughs> you take a big screenshot. <laughs> like you stretch, of course, the screen. You take a big screenshot and you start editing in Photoshop and etc. Yeah, like a Resident Evil One, where all the backgrounds are just painted. They're actually flat, but they, you know, are painted to look sort mm -hmm. of three-dimensional. Yeah, like, it's, like, too much, like, time to actually, like, uh, I don't know, hire an artist, actually, like, a real artist. Let's say, like, Doom Art, like, their wallpapers, they're for sure made, like, by hand and, like, digital. But again, like, most of the art nowadays is based off 3D models. That means you make a 3D model of an apple, you draw over the apple. And like most people say that uh, to go above like in the art industry, you actually like art industry is like a uh, digital one. 
you have to actually like use 3D models because it's going to be easier for you, like a lot of easier, like for references and etc. Mm. Even if you hand paint, uh, yeah, like most of it is like that. Well, most of the art was mine, <laughs> and some of it's, it's from my girlfriend. What about the soundtrack? Oh, that's uh, one Spanish friend, Escador, or like I'm gonna pronounce his name really fucking bad. <laughs> uh, translation: Man on the Strings, which sounds like Master of Puppets or a guitar man. <laughs> yeah. And you can guess what it is. A guitar man, of course. A mariachi. So, yeah. And like he has a lot of good tracks. Like I buy mo- most of his music. Like I'd say like three songs, four. And then I was like, well, <laughs> like 50 or like, yeah, 50 euro. Like it's not that much, but still, like it's hefty amount of money, like for an indie like me. Yeah. And that's why, like, uh, I made a Patreon, etc., like, to actually try to fund myself. Because I asked him, oh, well, can I use, like, more songs in the demo? Like, only for them. And he was like, oh, no problem. Like, do what, what you want. And I was like, oh, super cool. And I started, like, using more songs. So, like, a, like I think in only one environment, and I think it was the graveyard, one track actually repeated itself. Because I couldn't find, like, any new. That's why. Uh, <laughs> So, and I didn't want to put like any uh, other one. Like, I just wanted to keep it like his artist. <clears throat> That's why, like, I want to like have only one artist or like two, like, mostly. Yeah. So, is he, making, music. is he making the tracks explicitly for you, or are you kind of like. Uh, picking, no, picking he. Yeah, I'm picking him from uh, his selection because yeah. he's not like. That's the thing. Like, most artists, like, that pick up or not like somebody that has like millions of views or uh like not even millions let's say like 50k like above he he's not like that like the stories of finding him were like pretty interesting like finding him before i was looking through like uh music and new grounds because that's the way to go like you just go there there's some poor artists like no offense taken to anybody uh some poor artist that wants to shine through and I don't know why he doesn't upload to YouTube, but uploads to Newgrounds. And you're like, oh, well, this is a new track and sounds cool. And you just message him, oh, can I use this ga- uh, this music for my game? And I'll give you credit or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's folks, what I do yeah. for the podcast music all the time. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always like growing like uh, as a person. Like, oh, you're sure? Well, you're little, so you don't still need money like you cannot like get money so you're gonna get exposure of course and that's how you do it like in most cases and the thing is like you cannot go overboard like you cannot just get like 10 artists or like yeah 10 artists and having different soundtracks with different people and actually making uh, making uh, OST original soundtrack for your game and like publishing it etc they're gonna want cut of your money so that's why i'm trying like to work with one person if like i'm gonna cut money with somebody like for for selling like the ost i want to cut it with only one <laughs> i don't want like one to have like nine uh soundtracks running and want to have like one and both on like let's say five percent of the sales of the original soundtrack like it's gonna be stupid right and the one deserves less one deserves like not even one percent uh, yeah, like that's why like I'm trying to work like with one yeah. one artist mostly. No, it's good synergy, man. Like it, it's 
<clears throat> part of what keeps every everything about what we're doing here alive is the ability to reach out to someone else who is also talented at something and you know it, and maybe you're like you said they don't have like a reach yet but like i hey you scratch mm -hmm. your you know scratch my back i'll scratch your back and then we'll both benefit from it that, that's, oh yeah that's excellent yeah, that's totally. yeah. so <laughs> a little bit of promotion then like uh if you notice like on the main screen like we have like youtubers i was like youtubers too those like vo voice actors like not actually uh people that played but if you play the game and if you upload to YouTube, stream, etc., like you, you will get your icon there with your Twitch or slash YouTube or like any social media you want. But social media, not actually promoting your stuff. <clears throat> like promoting, uh, let's say, I don't know, healthcare or uh, some waffles or whatever, like brand. Right, but if it's like, about, like your social media. I yeah. love Limitless Hunger so much and like that tweet or. YouTube video might pop up. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about the, uh, the, the environment and sort of gameplay. Yeah. Um, so y you do mention, you know, you talk about doom, you talk about serious Sam. And I also noticed you threw in like Duke Nukem 3d, uh, as a sort of an influence, or maybe you were just talking about like that era of mm. gaming, but can I'm we, I'm not sure. Like may maybe <laughs> it's, I'm looking at the page right now. It's definitely on here. It's his, it, actually says duke nukem 3d but somebody other than <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe so, some mods like, so we, we shouldn't ex we shouldn't expect like destructible environments or uh you know well we can have that like interactivity. uh yeah not really crazy interactivity but there will be some just okay. working on it because we're working on like the core like gameplay yeah. just now we yeah we we just now changed like a lot of stuff so like from we being nice to uh, players and being oh well, we're not gonna punish you as hard, oh we're gonna kill you. Like we're we're definitely gonna kill you like a couple of times during this demo, no matter what. Like it's not gonna be a bug. It's just gonna be you suck. That's all. <laughs> and not not in a mean way, just like in a learning way. Like because people are like oh well, I learned like the patterns from patterns from dust uh, dust or like uh, blood or whatever. So like. This game won't be anything else. And suddenly, like, you have a uh, fucking uh, just spiky, that's one of the demons, running at uh, Mark 5 with you. <laughs> and you don't know how to react in that position. And, like, we actually made them tougher, so you actually use that fucking hook. Because I, I've seen that, like, really not a lot of people use that hook. Are they afraid to press E or something? I don't know. I tried so to like, well, kind of use it, but it seems like the... Uh... The enemies were coming so fast that yeah, yeah, that's by the time, and, actually, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, okay, so if I make them tougher, that means they're not going to die from two shots, like two shots from your fucking pistol. Then you're going to be forced to use that because it's going to one-shot them, right? <laughs> and you're going to prioritize it because there are some, like, enemies that are faster or more powerful than you, like, or more powerful than the other. So you're going to prioritize big targets for using, like, your hook, right? Because uh, most people bitch about, oh, you have executions or like special abilities, but you cannot heal. Well, it actually heals you. The weapon actually heals, uh, the sword actually heals you. Because like people bitch too much about it. And I want to prioritize like the sword too. Like I want to prioritize any weapon. I want to add a progression system where you can actually trade points because those points are going to be like renamed to souls or something like that. And 
you're gonna earn them from killing, shooting, etc. Uh, and actually spend them like on upgrades on your weapons and etc. to actually make them better. And there's gonna be upgrades for like your sword for making like a different weapon. It's gonna be a different weapon with different like stuff in it, like more reach, more lifesteal, etc. More damage, maybe. Yeah. And should, <clears throat> so, should we expect the game to be sort of? So when you first, you know, you you're, you start off in the the pit, and then you kind of platform your way out. Um, mm-hmm. Then the rest of the game is pretty pretty flat. There's a point where I was trying to uh, like it was near one of those keys. I was trying to jump on top of a house to try to fight the enemies from there, but I couldn't. Should we expect, <laughs> could should we expect like any any more verticality, or will the uh, platforming kind of be reserved for specific? Areas? No, <clears throat> there there will be like there will be like more. Uh, I was thinking about like. Just the demo, like the first level, probably like it's gonna be changed on the release. It's gonna be like a little bit different, like mm-hmm. still different. Like we're thinking about the sewer area, like around like the that'll make it on the Civis, Boston, Civis counter. Yeah, <laughs> making it on Civis counter. Yeah, no, I was thinking because uh, it was like before, like firstly, like when I was making the demo, I was like, well, I feel like th- this should be a like a sewer area, right? Like. Uh, not getting the key like from there, like just going all around the corner and getting the key and getting swarmed at, but going in the sewer, getting the key, maybe some puzzle, and then go out and then fight a boss and adding another hour to your gameplay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm joking, but still, like making it like more uh, reverse because it's too flat. Like sure, like a little bit too serious, Samish, because serious Samish flat like in some levels like really flat it just let's say desert or like wolfenstein even um like the doom mods for wolfenstein they try to make them pretty flat even still i mean there's nothing wrong with flat i was just kind of curious like what you know what's your direction how do you want it's your game man you make it how you want whatever you uh, like yeah, of course but i was thinking like about doing like an uphill like uh from the boss like from the first boss to the second boss like do, going uphill and getting swarmed at, but I, then I realized, well, my models don't rotate like on angles because that takes a lot of processing power, mm-hmm. like uh, like calculations and etc. Like having that for, like for forty units because you're getting swarmed at, it's gonna kill you <laughs> like processor. And it's gonna kill you, but it's probably gonna like uh, fuck it up a little bit at least. It's gonna drop some frames, and that was like, well. Sure, but then like uh, there's like some bugs with Unity. It's not actually a bug, but you need like to change the terrain because like we use terrains for the tentacle pop up or like not pop up, but uh, the little thing that has like just red on it where the tentacle sits is just an environment, uh, an environmental thing. It's not actually just the model, like a self-let model, like just putting there. You, it's just a bump from uh, the environment, which is like colored and that color. And you just put the tentacle there and that's your enemy. Yeah. You don't need like to have a different like puddle to make that thing. And then like, oh, well, then I don't want that puddle. So I have to delete it or like make a model without it or shit like that. So like they're just making it easier for us. <laughs> and like if you're moving it up, like if you move it up, some of the surface area actually becomes like less big or less bumpy and etc because it has like a set height and you have to like 
change it. And if you change the set height, it's going to change everything. And that means remaking the terrain again uh, and shit like that, because it's not a big terrain. It's not only like one big terrain. It's like little, like, like three little around there, like three terrains around there <clears throat> that like have the same height because like they were safe. Just like the first one has uh, changed height because like you saw like that pit that uh, it was in. That's just a bump in the terrain, like a little, a big bump, of course, in the terrain. And yeah, like that, that's about it. Like for the terrain, it's gonna not be like linear and flat like that for sure on release. Awesome. So, is there anything special about the health and armor system? I was kind of too busy getting the shit kicked out of me to really pay attention to it but so it seems like you just you know you just have the big health hearts and then you have the uh, armored chips well yeah we're making it like simple we're not giving you a number of course okay but yeah. we're getting, uh, i like that about the weapons too you never really know how much you like how many shots you have left you yeah just, somebody uh, bitched about it like i was like mm, maybe i should add some numbers then i looked at it and i i was like no <laughs> like it, it, it's all about like the numbers and etc but I, think it adds I just to like the, the UI, and yeah, it adds a little bit of uh, to the fear too. Like, oh, I'm gonna run out of ammo. Even if I have like probably ten shots, I'm gonna run out of ammo. I'll probably it's better for me to search and etc. Yeah, like it can be like just constant fighting and metal music. Sure, like <laughs> it's good, but you're gonna get the you need like that abstract of fear actually put into your mind so you actually uh, start doing other shits besides like killing stuff. <laughs> like searching for ammo, etc. Like, if not, like, you should be just in god mode and you can do like you. Like, that's it. Like, it's stupid. That's why, like, games have like health and uh, armor like system. It's like a- just to strike fear to make you like a little bit like try some new stuff, direct, direct you to conserve, to not make you so like risky. Oh, I'm gonna jump and I'm gonna kill them all and I'm not gonna get punished. Whoa. This is shit. <laughs> well, for a single when you player get killed, experience, right? It makes perfect yeah. sense to not know because yeah. it's, it just makes, like you said, it just makes you have this abstract feeling of like I don't know how many shots I have left, and mm. you have to kind of move out, move out of the way, and go out of your way. It, it makes perfect yeah. sense. It's not like competitive Quake World where, like, well, yeah, sure, sure, like yeah, for competitive, I won't go competitive, and I, my game won't go competitive. That's for sure, and it won't go multiplayer. I mean, like probably the only thing is gonna happen is probably somebody like. Doing some kind of, uh, I don't know, speed run on it. Yeah, yeah. And bugging the shit out of my game and making me look at the mistakes and then change them. So he gets a new challenge. But those speedrunners can, like, perfectly do, like, stuff, like, frame by frame. So, like, even if you change a lot of shit, they're going to probably know how to fuck it up. <laughs> so, like, there's, uh, there was somebody, like, uh, that invested, like, probably two years of their life how to perfectly frame like some kind of Mario Kart jump. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, sure, like I, if I'm the maker of the game, like I'll be like, oh, like cool, like sure. But if I'm the guy, I probably like would question my sanity first. I don't like know. perfectly framing something. But it's cool. Like it's cool to watch. It's really cool. And like I can give them grats for that. And for the, what they're doing, like, because they views. actually like, oh no, no, not only those views. Like <laughs> they're they're raising for charity. Like that's the main point. Yeah. So yeah, like I really like that. 
But yeah, I won't go competitive. Like I said, I won't go multiplayer. So there's like no real need to oh, add numbers and make this UI even more junky. Like co-op, is that a possibility? Co-op? Like, I don't see it in the story, but like most co-op games, there never is like a manageable story between two people. Yeah. Probably some, probably like may- maybe, maybe, uh, like that's not a sure. Maybe that would be like separate levels or etc. But like not so like those original ones because it won't make any sense. So you play through the game like let's say Serious Sam, you play through the game like with friends, and you have an Afro next to you, and you have Serious Sam next to you, and you have some whatever else next to you. And only one gets like in the cutscene. It's just stupid, kind of like it's. I know, like it's all it's co-op. Just add it in. No, it, it's stupid still. So I prefer like to make new levels, like some new levels, just for co-op, just to make it like more fun for the others. Yeah, I mean, co-op <laughs> is always fun. Like it's just even even if you're not taking it seriously or anything, it's just like yeah. we, we're playing Limitless Hunger together. Like that that would be cool. I don't think anybody would bat an eye at the idea of like, yeah, it could be fun. Like they try it and it just gives you, you know, it gives people more of an incentive to try it out. Like it, maybe I was a yeah. guy and like, I don't know if I want to buy this limitless, uh, I'll get it right. <laughs> limitless hunger game. Right. I don't know how I feel about it. And then my buddy's like, Oh, it's, I don't know, you know, 15 bucks on sale right now. I'll, I'll pick it up for you and we'll play the co-op and see how you like it. Like that could easily sell someone on the game mm-hmm. very quickly. It, it happens to me all the time. So I don't know. Just, Again, your game, your decision, but something to keep oh, in yeah. the back of your, you know, in your back pocket. I wanted to yeah, talk so... a little bit. Go ahead. No, huh? no, you started. Go ahead. No, nope. <laughs> no, I insist. <laughs> I was gonna say like, uh, most people like bunch up their prices like of their game, and then after getting uh, their game sold on probably like GTA, fuck it up, uh, and fuck your like business up because like GTA, of course, like it's probably stealing credit cards, etc. Like, I won't, like, go into the rant of that because there's, like, years of rant over this. But it just fucks up, like, developers because you're not giving them directly money at all. You're giving, like, some Chinese or, like, some person that, like, just have a key from giveaway or something like that. Or, like, there was a huge scam. Uh, not, not a huge scam, scam, but it's still ongoing. Well, oh, I'm a YouTuber and just, like, mails you. I'm a YouTuber, like this YouTuber. And you don't know it's verified or not because you don't know the email. And you have to actually verify, like, somehow. Like, you have to go to their YouTube, check it, check if their contact, because not all people put their contact, like, email there. Check if it's real, like, uh, or not. And then, like, mail them back to Excel because they're like, oh, I'm a YouTuber and I want to play your game. Can you give me, like, a, a key to try it out? And you give them a key, like a Steam key, of course, like you just upload it like an alpha or whatever. And they have the key. They don't uh, use it, of course. They just sink it in, probably make another account, scam you again. <laughs> and, and over and over, and like there was a statistic that somebody like, uh, like just tested out and made around $430 a day, like from that. I was like, well. <laughs> Well, shit, like, I have to, like, take measures for that, right? And that's why I don't, uh, I don't respond really much to mail, like, from, uh, like, just some YouTuber, random YouTuber, oh, I'm this one and this. 
Like I want them to verify somehow. Well, I check you, them. Check you their know YouTube who the YouTubers are anyway that, that cover this genre. There's not. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know them. Yeah. But like, if you're like, if you're gonna promote anything again, etc. Like, there, there was like a way. Like, I was reading about like how to promote without spending zero, zero money <laughs> on this shit. Like. Well, it's not zero because you're going to probably spend no matter what. Like, some money will be spent no matter what. And, like, you, just 15 minutes of your day or, like, half an hour of your day. Every day, you go on YouTube, you type gaming channels or whatever, or channel, like, channels that do indie games or et cetera, and you start, like, just seeing, oh, this, this guy uploaded a week ago, or this uh, this guy uploaded like three days ago, or an hour ago, like something like a little bit of span of time, that means they're active. And I had like a couple of subscribers, like not, I'm not saying 50 or a thousand, like from 3k above, something like that, because nowadays you can buy subscribers, which is illegal, but people do it. Not illegal, but you can get yourself banned, but people do it. I've seen people with million uh, like four million subscribers and they had like 3k views and i was like what the fuck like that's not possible like how can you have so many subscribers and like have zero views <laughs> like that's not possible and then i realized like oh they just bought like they're probably rich or something and they just bought from every single side that like sells subs neither way like like i said like 30 minutes of your day like you just check and etc like if you have like they have like a reasonable like half of their subscriber base at least or like half or like well let's say one third of their subscriber base actually viewing their videos that means it's not fake like it's not just somebody like with thousands of subscribers and just like uh, zero views and you you start like uh taking their youtube like on a list notepad whatever you want and every day you're gonna probably have more than a thousand <laughs> and after that like if you have a demo and etc release you start spamming everybody exactly uh one after another and like even if you not everybody's gonna say oh well, i'll do it i'll do it somebody will right yeah <laughs> like no matter what somebody will and especially like with this thing where oh well i have like oh you you want to be like next to other big youtubers on my game you want to be on a game coverage on the main screen of the game Oh, well, you can be, and your, like, your link and Excel can be clicked, and they can be directed. That means it's uh, directed towards you. So you're not just getting your icon there, and, oh, that's it. Well, that's your promotion. You, you can interact with that icon, and you can get somebody redirected to your YouTube channel. So look, that, that's, again, a promotion. Like, I'm wasting zero money on this. I'm doing the code like for all you press this and <laughs> it opens your browser. That's why it probably like it detects you, <laughs> detects as a virus sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like that's why people like bitch because it actually opens a browser, which like most program, uh, just Windows Defender will probably say, well, oh, it opens something forcibly if you click it. So it probably may be a virus. So <laughs> use it at your own risk. And some antiviruses, which like don't know like basic code, will just say, "Oh, that's a virus. That's it. Like block it up." <clears throat> so yeah, like uh, after like uploading it to Steam, probably it's gonna uh, clear it out, like because Steam has their own way, like going around and actually fixing their own stuff. 
and they won't allow like any uh, stuff like that to go through, like just detecting as a virus. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as YouTubers you're actually go, connected, yeah. yeah, go on. As far as YouTubers go, I mean, it seems like if you get, I don't know, like Icarus lives, and then like G Man and Civi. The, the word would spread from there. Like they're kind of like the trifecta of old school. Oh yeah, guys. yeah. Like, it's just gonna be a little bit hard to make them. Uh, I've been <laughs> probably on my tweets. I've been bullying <laughs> Civi. Yeah, I mean, I, I found you like in Civi's Discord, <clears throat> and I was like, you, know, you oh, yeah. kind of hit me up. But, uh, but like, I'm honored you wanted to talk to me at all. Like it's like you, you know you talk about. Yeah, I, I like just tossed my like game etc. I was like, oh. Like, I have a little bit of free time, like, because then I was like, oh, I don't want to code. Like, I'm really sick. I don't feel like it. But I always have, like, motivation for modeling because it just gives me creativity. It gives me freedom. Like, I can, like, just all the demons are from my head and I can just put them in, like, in a model and then kill them. <clears throat> and, and I was like, mm, like, what, what should I do? Like, I see everybody, like, doing fan art of Civi. So I can do a model because nobody does a model. <laughs> I did a model. I did everything like that. And everybody's like, wow, like, you should include this in this game. So, well, I have to put a, a little bit of changes then. And I put like a little bit of changes, like updated a little bit of the model. And then I made a wallpaper. Then I tweeted it. Then it got retweeted by him. Liked by him. Then I post like uh, a demo, like at the end of the demo trailer, uh, there was like Civi, like, just trying to shoot you <laughs> out of the door. Like it's like I take inspiration, of course, from like Doom, Doom Eternal, like uh, Doom 2016, like where the cyber demon just like raises his hand and you raise your BFG, and like that's it, like cutscene over, and <laughs> and it like gives you like blue balls, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like that that was like my point. Like maybe I didn't achieve that because I'm not like a triple studio. And I do everything on my own, but still, like, I, I like that. And some people are like, oh, this is Civi. Like, I like this. No, I mean, he's yeah. probably the best <clears throat> reviewer of, like, FPSs. Oh, yeah, he, he's a like, chill guy. Yeah. I like all of them. Like, just probably there's a war, like, not between them personally, but between their fans. Of course, yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny, like, to, to watch. Oh, oh, this reviewer said this. And my opinion is this. That's a reviewer. That's his opinion. <laughs> it doesn't all, matter. Like they all have different, you know, like yeah, but kind of styles. The thing is, yeah, somebody like follows like a tribe. Oh, whoa, oh, clan leader says this. That yeah. means it's this. No, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's this. We're like we evolved enough, like not to listen to a clan leader. Come on. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, it's like religion. But, but the thing is, yeah. But the thing is, there are still young people that will like listen to whatever the YouTubers say and, or indirectly, like, uh, say, well, it's his word, like, and that's his command. That means it, it, it like, it's law. If you go against it, you're going as God and I'm going to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm like, well, okay, like, sure. But we're all human. We make mistakes. Like, uh, people are bitching about, uh, G man live, like, uh, doing like, a bad review on Sigil, I think, yeah. And they're like, I oh, etc. Et and I was like, well, that's his opinion. Like, come on, like, that's his opinion. He had this uh, experience through the gameplay. Like, but probably, like, for a reviewer, you need to play a five times the game, like, 
or like not five, but at least two times like the game and to give your opinion. That's why like uh, reviewers or IGN or so like strange. <laughs> let's say <laughs> like uh, it, they just give like give out like fucking scores for nothing probably or give out scores for nothing like bad scores. I mean. It's just upsetting because people are like, oh, reviewers say this, so that means it's true. Not really. Like, you have to try or, like, yeah, you have to try. That's why I go with the way Serious Sam did, like, on their release, not on their release, on their demo. They weren't like, oh, well, we uh, we give, like, I don't know, just one level that's out of the game. We just make a slice of covert or whatever they call it, where you actually give a single level maybe the first, maybe the second, maybe the middle, depends on your choice. You give it there, you give the experience towards them, you blue ball them because you're not going to give everything. And they're like, oh, well, that's cool, so I want all of it. <laughs> and, and et cetera. But not giving like just little tech demo of five minutes because most people are like, oh, a demo should be five minutes long or like 10 minutes long. Yeah, sure, one of my friends just run through it because he's like that bug with the pistol but still uh you still need like to actually focus on that uh to actually give out like oh well that's a cool game sure but mm, my approach is not like oh you do a demo and you do it really short so oh if you do it really short it's gonna like have a, a lot of impact that's for a trailer. Sounds more of a trailer type, like, oh, for one minute, you like have to grab the attention of the person, sure. But not for the demo. For the demo, I think like you need to actually like have a little bit more experience in depth so they can see what, yeah, what, what the core gameplay is. Well, not the core, because you're not going to give them everything, but still like part of it. No, I think that's the way to do it. It's what, like, you know, id Software and Apogee kind of rev- revolutionized in the 90s is like, you get the first, I don't know, third of the game for free, and then if you want the rest, you pay, you pay full price and you get the whole rest of the game. Yeah, like it, I do, prefer that model. Like I've always yeah, they do model. episodes. I think like you yeah. get the first episode and then you need to buy the others. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's a cool way. Like that's a cool way. It's just that like my levels are a little bit like harder. <laughs> yeah. Let's say because I'm focusing on bosses like. Probably every, not every, but most of the levels, like you're gonna have a lot of bosses with different mechanics. You're not gonna like have, oh, 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 oh you have like the, this amount of bosses and etc. Like, yeah, sure. After like the first level, you won't have three bosses in a row, <laughs> like in one level. That's, I haven't seen this never, like I think in a demo, at least like in my experience. I haven't seen any, anyone do three bosses. In a actual demo, yeah, it's like some people were saying five minutes. Like I, I got probably an hour. I want to say like just streaming from top to bottom. Like I got an hour's worth of gameplay. Yeah. I mean that's with a lot of we, deaths, but Yeah, we changed the servers a little bit because like people were exploiting it. So I was like, well, if we're gonna run around it like a bitch, we're gonna add an hour, like a fire hour. So if you go around it, you're risking your HP. No, I did. <laughs> then I. Did. I was trying to yeah, and then I, and shoot him in the ass the whole oh, time. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's what people did. And I was like, okay, well, then we're going to lower because uh, our logic is like this. Well, you go near the boss, like to near it. And if the distance, stopping distance of the boss is less or equal to your position, 
it's gonna stomp the ground, right? So we lowered it a little bit, so it has like a little bit. Uh, so the boss is actually gonna pin you if you don't uh, if you don't like uh, actually move, and then it's gonna stomp on you. So and the stomp is gonna be a little bit slower, like even because there's phases, like first phase and second phase. Like most bosses have two phases for me, where like the second phase is faster if you've seen it's a lot faster like, because it claps and it, it almost instantly just fires it up and you're dead or like it takes like a huge amount of your hp you have like that gap of the animation only <laughs> and i was like well that seems unfair like so i'm gonna add an aura so people cannot like just <laughs> strafe around him <laughs> and they're gonna get their ass beat if they do that and i'm gonna make them actually try distance so you actually like go like away and uh, you shoot him from far away while he's coming towards you, spitting out flames. And, like, you, again, you need to, like, actually, like, uh, go around him, but not too close to him because you're going to get uh, fucked up, and then probably he's going to clap the ground and fuck you up. And shit like that. And then after phase two, he's going to get faster. That means he's going to move faster, rotation faster. Everything is going to be, like, a lot faster. I've beat it. Not to exploit, <laughs> so <laughs> everybody can be this. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed aspects of all of the boss fights thus far, and, uh, and it's clear that you you know you have a background in games that aren't just you know kind of. If you go back and play Wolfenstein, every boss is exactly the same, pretty much. Like you just yeah. you know you just kind of like dodge around some shelves and shoot them until they're dead. Even, yeah, just like even Doom, like yeah. the Cyber Demon, it ultimately mm-hmm. comes down to you kind of memorize its attacks, but you're. In Limitless Hunger, each of the three bosses that I faced had very different mechanics. It's almost like, like The Witcher or Dark Souls, how you kind of have to learn, um, you know, each enemy's habits. Well, just like Dark Souls, we have a little bit of randomness. So the second boss, like it has pathways, right? Yeah. And there are like positions. So just imagine dots, like like six dots on the ground and six, or like up in the air, and those positions like are like where the and uh, the boss will go and it's randomly chosen every time so is the ground like where it explodes it's randomly chosen so you cannot just oh well it's gonna be there next time or it's gonna be there next time and i'm gonna predict so like sure a little bit fucks up like the speedrunners, <laughs> but but i'm not like solely on that i'm solely of oh well i'm gonna redo the game and suddenly like it's not the same. Like it's not gonna be on the same ground. Like yeah, probably you're gonna learn that. Like you don't have. Like you, you cannot stand still in this game. Like you can't. Like that's the main thing. You cannot. Like in most games, you yeah. can't just uh, stay in one place or like go around corners because we're not like Doom. Doom likes to make their enemies sit in one place and have little to none halfway. Or like a couple of enemies to actually run. Not not the new Doom or the 2016. I'm talking about the old yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Uh, they have halfways, but they're not too many. That means there's not like a patrol going around or something like that. Not that we have a patrol, but enemy spawns, enemy chases. That's it. <laughs> Until you're dead, or you kill them. Like it's your choice. And like it in the game, uh, I've chosen like a little bit of tight space, so. You're going to be like, oh, well, can I jump over them? Because in most games, you can probably jump uh, on enemies, but it's going to be 
strange. It's going to feel strange probably for some people. Just jumping on, like, let's say, a Nazi's head, like, it's strange. <laughs> uh, and, like, uh, so, like, you can jump on their heads and overthrow them and go around. Yeah, sure, you cannot stay on their heads because you're going to get uh, squashed and beefed up into little munches. But you can actually uh, jump over them or, like, on top of them and then jump again and go on the other side. So suddenly you're behind them and you can actually, like, and you have more distance, and you can actually like start treating them, and you have more like space created. Yeah, having and I'm getting like, yeah, having that dynamic movement would really add a lot to it because it's you know most most FPS games like this you're just kind of level to the ground. Maybe you can jump a bit, but you're you're really just especially serious, Sam. You're just limited to oh, yeah. sh- shooting mm-hmm. at the enemy is the only way that you're going to be able to get them to go down. Whereas like having thing- more tactical movement, even. Like dusk is a perfect example because you could just fly around them in that game, but oh, you yeah. reposition yourself. I think that's that's pretty huge, especially uh, if you want to talk about boss fights. Like having that ability to kind of, if you could climb on bosses or like use the turret. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a lot of things. Like yeah, use like a movement and <clears throat> for the bosses, but I focus a lot on bosses too. Like not only on enemies because of course bosses should be entertaining. Like it shouldn't be like just. Like I've played a lot of MMOs, so I uh, a lot of games, like different uh, types of games. So I know actually, like, and now that I have oh just studied them and just stayed there like for years. So what does this boss do? No, I I just take some ideas like they're cool, and I understand that like you cannot just have a boss that spits at you and has a lot of HP and that's it. Like come on, like you have to make it more dynamic, more fear, more <clears throat> just more speed maybe, making it uh, more fit maybe. Just like the second boss, you cannot like just stand still because you're gonna get shredded. Uh, on the first boss, you cannot uh, stand still because the enemies chase you, <laughs> uh, and, and so on. And you have like lasers and etc. Like shooting at you. Again, you cannot stand still, and like that's the core, the core thing. But again, like the bosses should be entertaining because uh, I see bosses like in most games were just like oh just. Is a thing to have there, like maybe just making, uh, let's say, a normal enemy just a little bit bigger and putting him, putting him a special UI bar and calling him something special, and that's it. Let's say, I think uh, on one of your podcasts, I because I listen to them, <laughs> uh, you said like that dusk, like is good. Yeah, I, I agree. And you said that the bosses like are a little bit like not so like cool. Like they, uh, they're just simple, too simple, and maybe not too easy, but still simple. And like I kind of agree, like with them, but I haven't played Dusk much to to say like oh, oh, all bosses are like that. No, they're different. Just they, there's several different ones, yeah. you know, and they, they do implement <clears throat> more. I think the final boss is probably the one I was talking about because mm-hmm. not Naralothotep. The, but the the guy that you fight before you get to Nyarlathotep, I can't even remember his name right now. I feel like an asshole, but he's just no. basically he's just basically you, right? He has all the you know the same powers you do, which is neat. It's well, the first time you encounter that in the game, but it's like, yeah, I know what he's you know I know what he's capable of. Whereas the, oh, yeah. the final bo- the actual final boss, you you kind of have to like jump across platforms and dodges that he's got different projectiles, and you can't even really hurt him. You have to figure out. 
that you have to shoot the ceiling to get light on him to do damage to him. And like, I, I mm-hmm. thought that was fantastic. Those kind of mechanics are like really cool, like interactables. Like you have to interact first with something to make to make it da- damageable or something like that. <clears throat> or like, oh, it has a shield, so you need to interact with something or like shoot it with something special to actually like fuck it, fuck up that shield. We were thinking about doing that with the Cerberus. We're thinking about adding a shield and having tanks. Oh, I, <laughs> like, I know really what you need to do with Cerberus. Okay, hear me out. Yeah. I, I know you have voice actors already, but if you could get Mike Myers to just do Fat Bastard's voice saying, like, come here, I'm going to eat you as, as Cerberus, <laughs> that's all I could think yeah. about after I got off. Like, I, I logged off of Twitch, and then I just sat there, and I was like, you know, Cerberus kind of reminds me of Fat Bastard. He's, big, he's too big, he's too bulky, he's, he's depressed. He's like, he's depressed. I'm, like, I'm, I'm unhappy because I'm, I eat, and I eat because I'm unhappy kind of thing. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> I never heard that my bosses are depressed, but that's in you every day. Yeah, well, but yeah, like we're gonna probably have voice actors more and more. Mike Myers, I mean, so he's not that expensive. Mike, Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> so well, we're we're having like all bosses, so like that are connected, like in some way towards the Bible. So we can like like a little bit of heads up. Maybe you're gonna guess someday. Yeah. <clears throat> so we can have fat bastards and etc. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, just maybe uh, I've watched like a little bit less of Dusk. That's why like I have. Yeah. Or like played a little bit of Dusk. Dusk. Like uh, Duke Brothers. I think one of the bosses were where it's just cultists or whatever they're called. Yeah, they're just two big cultists. Uh, that's it. The big cultists that uh, I think they have homing uh, projectiles, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure even if they have home projectiles. But yeah, like they're, they're kind of like just, uh, just that. But I don't like doing that. I don't like just, oh, I get uh, my enemy and I make it big. I could have just gotten that chain gunner, I'd say. <laughs> it's like... Or saw <laughs> Boom abomination. Doom, it was like you, you face, you know, a cyber demon and then you face a spider mastermind and then... You face a cyber demon and a cyber mastermind, or two cyber demons, <laughs> or like you know, like. Come oh, on, I guys. just stack them together. Just put them together. Or there. What about a really big cyber demon? Like. Come on, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> clipping through the ground, <laughs> or not having a head. I don't know. I think that the three boss fights so far. I mean, you got the the fountain of evil, and then you had the flying bitch with the big ass drum machine gun, which I. I wanted to say that I really appreciate that her machine gun is not just a straight up hit scan. Like, you know, you, she, she seems to have, oh, that's going to be so shit. Like, uh, I had skin hand, uh, yeah, skins, yeah. <laughs> yeah. skin, uh, hit like weapons and et cetera, like not weapons, but enemies with weapons. Uh, but then I changed it like the soul abomination. That means that one fat bastard with fucking four, uh, chain guns. It was hit scan, so you can imagine what happened. No, it, it would have been terrible. It's the first time I yeah, saw you it. You would have been I, dead. Like, you would have yeah. been dead. <laughs> That's all. Sure, you wouldn't be dead, like, uh, because you can line of sight him. So, like, you can, oh, 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 you cannot see me. I'm behind an enemy or I'm behind something, so you cannot shoot me. But, like, with projectiles, like, it just, I'm going to say, fair towards the players. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to implement any, like, skin hat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it always, skin hat. I really appreciate uh, skinheads. Uh, skin. Skinheads. Those yeah, damn skinheads. Skin just 
normal ray casting. Like I'm not gonna implement any enemies that just can. Oh, oh, I scan you and I just hit you and that's it. Like, oh, that's it. Like, you're dead. No, like, that, that's stupid and it's just unfair. Probably fast projectiles, but yeah. still projectiles. <laughs> I, uh, just like in CSGO, like, really fast projectiles, yeah, yeah. but still projectiles. <laughs> like, not CSGO, Counter-Strike. Well, I look at, um, like, some of the character models that, you know, we haven't actually seen in the game yet, or in the demo. And you get mm-hmm. this, this red... I'll call him a Hell Knight for now. I don't know. He's got the, oh, the Rooney yeah. shield. He looks, you know, it reminds me of Quake. But the guy after him, now this one interests me. This, I'm assuming this is like a <laughs> heavenly guardian of some kind. I like that you're like, don't tell me what they are. Like, I just kind of want to like yeah. have the mysticism to guess. But he's got two shotguns. He just, <laughs> he looks ripped. He's got a blockhead. Like, I, that guy, I can't wait to figure out what he does. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I like the theme here, you know, that you kind of like, it's one, two, three, one, two, three, but it's like, these are the, you know, the, the demons of hell or whatever you want to call them. And then, and then the, the angels, I'm assuming all of these kind of show up in a heavenly sense, but they're like, yeah. you know, they have a different color scheme, kind of lighter, like silvery and, and they're kind of equivalents, you know, like you have the, the hell thing with the four machine guns and then you have this guy, like, he, he looks like a fucking alien spaceship with saws coming out of him. Like he, uh, maybe an angel side, like, or not angel, heaven side. <clears throat> They're punishing, but in other ways, like, let's say, like, the one, uh, the guardian you were talking about, like, he has two shotguns, so you can guess what's going to happen to you. Right. Like, if you're close, <laughs> you're going to be probably shredded. He was a hit scan first like well of course we change that because we don't want any hit scans the big dude you're gonna see what it is we're having like air type like enemies too so don't worry but like you saw them in the demo but i don't know why i didn't upload those models into the nddb but you probably saw them like in the trailer like not trailer but teaser which is shit and made shit i can at least recognize that and that's why i learned from it yeah <laughs> and Okay. It, it, it just models that were idle. Like people said it, and that was true. Like that. I like to take criticism and not actually and learn from it, and not like. Do you know who's Yonder Dev? Like there's like a Yonder simulator where like you're a stalker or something like that. Weeb game. Not the oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that guy. That game is in development for five years. People bitched about it, like bitched about everything, because he earns 3k a month to sustain himself, not towards the game, sustain himself. And people bitched that this game is not out still and has a lot of bugs because he is shit at coding. And like there's a lot of bugs and etc. And he reused a lot of assets, and probably now he doesn't because he has the money to actually afford. He responds to every single repl- uh, every single email you send him, no matter what it is. You probably say you shit, and he's gonna respond. And he's not gonna be passive. <laughs> he's not gonna be passive with me. Like, <laughs> Stop responding to says, my emails and fix your game, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. If somebody says fix fix your game, I'm gonna say what's wrong with it. Like, tell me. Uh, like, I, I want to learn from it. Like, and when you say those words, they cannot say, "Oh, you're a piece of shit." Well, you're, you're going to sound like a stupid guy, right? You're going to sound stupid, like, in front of everybody. Like, if I publish this for anywhere. And it's stupid, like, why would you do that? Just 
if I ask you for your opinion and ask you uh, from my purest heart and I say, well, I want to learn. So tell me what, what I did wrong <laughs> so I can learn from it and fix it. And he's going to actually respond as a normal person. And everybody will. That, that's the way actually to like be passive, be passive. Sure. Oh, yeah, you're going to see this. You're going to see this and you're going to say, well, I'm about to drop a bomb on him. <laughs> but then you think about it like, well, that's pretty low. Like that's really low. Don't do that. Man, I don't even and, have yeah, like, like, I don't have that big uh, platform or anything, but I love hate mail. <laughs> it's my favorite. Like, nothing makes me happier than someone saying like, fuck you, or you fucked this up, or you said this wrong. And I just feel like, I love you too. Have a great day. Uh, well, I always, I always ask, well, come on, tell me what I did wrong so I can learn. Like, come on, man. Like, work with me. No, I mean, don't, don't like just... Yeah, if somebody's coming to me, come with a reason. Yeah. Like, if you're... Just don't be like... <laughs> Oh, shit, that's it. And, uh, like, he's attempting, of course, everybody like that is attempting probably for a response. And, like, from me, you cannot get that, but probably, like, from that guy, like I said, the Andre, you can, you can get a response. And that's why people <laughs> so much bitch about it. And uh, Because he responds to every email every day. What, what does that mean? That means he's wasting more time on email than working on his game. Or, like, even if you waste, like, an hour just watching your mail and responding... Uh, and, but if you drop all your load, that means uh, starting to oh you sh- shit excuse of a life etc 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 and just dropping bombs on everybody, uh, it's tiring for your mental health for everything like that, and it's not gonna like you're doing work you're not <laughs> uh, you're still doing work so you need to be in condition to do work you're not superhuman no matter what like lifting or whatever you're doing like. If you're not uh, well in your mental health, you're not going to do well on like, your work, no matter what it is. And like, that's what, what I focus on. Like, people give me criticism, no matter what it is, bad, bad et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I take it, and I change. Or, like, I think about changing it, and I say no. <laughs> it depends like, if it really needs to change. Like, that's uh, where you need to decide like, to not listen like, to everybody. And sometimes, like, listen to your guts. Like, because you cannot change everything. Like, sure, like, let's say with this with this thing with the pistols, it's totally rightful to change. And I think, like, uh, all the people that said that, you know, that I have to change it and et cetera, and I said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to change it. Well, then, like, because it really seems to be a problem, and it is a problem, like, in my opinion. And I change it. But if, let's say, oh, whoa. Oh, the movement is not fast enough. Let's say movement is not fast as, let's say, uh, Dusk or Quake straight jumping. Like, you can't go, like, <laughs> Mark V. If you, don't, <clears throat> if you want your game to be as fast as Dusk, like, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous, you know? It's kind of no, like, like that, yeah, like, that's the whole selling point of Dusk. Like, that's what makes Dusk crazy awesome is that you can move, like, at the speed of light. But that's yeah. not what I don't want to move that fast. Yeah. Like, sure, it's good, good to move fast, like, in games and stuff, but... Not that fast. That's we, we, why we have a boost. That's why, like, we change, like, because uh, I think in your stream, you picked up the burger boost, but it was so, so much of a, like, uh, I'm going to say it, uh, duration, like a little delay, uh, uh, yeah, duration. It was like 20 seconds or something like that. Well, you were listening to the conversation, how I was bitching about you. And uh, instead of actually going in, and your duration was over, and you're like, well, well what do I do with this burger? And 
it was actually a speed boost. You you were like <laughs> moving at Mark five. And then, and I was like, yeah, okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna change it to a hundred seconds. <laughs> yeah, that... and then I changed it. <laughs> I had well, no idea. That, that, I was just I like, I just thought it was hilarious. Like, I didn't realize yeah. at all that I got a boost. So I was, I was like, just... I need, I need to put more time into it. So like, yeah. I said, okay, I'm gonna put it. Then I put 100 seconds. That's more than enough. You probably can get halfway through sewer, not sewer, but kind of sewer area, junk even, area. You can say. Even though I didn't <laughs> know that that was a power up. That was still my favorite. Give part. your HP <laughs> at least. Yeah, like no, it's still my favorite part. Like of the whole thing <laughs> yeah. as awesome as everything else was i was just like it, it was such a change of pace because you know it's so serious leading up to that you just got done fighting the crazy lady in the church and you know and you just get the shotgun and which is awesome yeah. by the way like the holy shotgun like the sound was it kind of threw me off because i was expecting mm-hmm. like a shotgun sound but it's kind of like a sh- like a yeah. it sounds like machinery sounds like, yeah yeah but you know, you, you it's just get, like the chamber. It, like you can see, uh, you can actually hear the chamber how it moves, yeah. <clears throat> kind of. But yeah, like uh, I take inspiration from the shotgun from one movie. I forgot the name. Uh, how it was like it had a cross shotgun there. It was totally like not like that, like, like mine. But Underworld it had a scope. Uh, I forgot about it, but it was like about some kind of exorcist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, no, I was that's <laughs> That's a monster hunter, <laughs> and like he had like a scope on it. And I was like, "Well, this seems like more of a sniper than like a shotgun." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna change it." Then <laughs> I grab it and I change it and I use like a little, little bit of my touch and etc. And I was like, "I like this. <laughs> let's use it." Like, yeah, let's because I was like, oh, "I'm gonna do a traditional shotgun." Yeah. And I was like, nah, like, I don't want a super shotgun or a two-barreled shotgun. Everybody I'm going to have a super shotgun. Yeah, I'm going to have a shotgun. I'm not going to have, like, two shotguns. One you're not going to use ever just because it has a little bit of more of a fire rate. That's why, like, I want a progression system. That's why I'm going to implement it. So I can make, like, let's say the shotgun is going to have a bigger fire rate. Yeah. So it can be uh, the combination of... Let's say the normal combat shotgun and the super shotgun from Dune. Fast and deadly. <clears throat> or it can be only deadly, really deadly. <laughs> it's only it's on <laughs> your choice. But still, like again, like that's uh that's how I want to implement it. I don't want like a secondary shotgun and another because I have too many weapons. I'm gonna have too many abilities and it's gonna get overwhelming it's gonna for fuck some. Fuck with people. my scroll wheel, man. Then I have to start. Yeah, not, not gonna go. It's gonna fuck with your everything. If your game has yeah. more weapons than I can bind keys to, then it's too many. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, I want like Q E F, maybe like caps lock. You know, depending on where you orient yourself. On, mm. you know, some people use like E S D F, but whatever the fucking case. Like I don't want to yeah. move my hand too much to be able to select another weapon. So mm-hmm. yeah, you you got the right track. Yeah, yeah and most. Uh... Special abilities are like changeable just by one button, so it's gonna be like easier for people. Like, uh, I think nowadays they like to do a selection menu, like for their weapons, like in Doom, where everything slows down and suddenly you change uh, the weapon. Fuck it's just... kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but mm, kind of gives away like uh, a lot of the pace. It's only like you just 
oh, I'm out of ammo. Now I have to go and slow-mo and change my weapon because I don't have that many keys or I'm too tired to press 9, <laughs> let's say. And it's just a little bit of a giveaway for in that part. Like, it's slowing down the combat no matter what, like, even if it's a second. Sure, like changing weapons, just wielding them. That means because when you wield them and the animation for wielding is still an animation where you cannot shoot, it's a little bit of a throwback, but not that much. Because it's going to be really weird if you just pull, like just something disappears, your sword disappears, and you suddenly pull out of nowhere like your chain gun, let's say. Yeah. And <laughs> it doesn't have even an animation like how you pick it up like from, from the ground or whatever. But I picked up on something that people bitched about, and I understand. And I actually, it wasn't in my game, it's just in other games, where you need to press E to equip a weapon. Let's say in Doom, I think it was something like that. And yeah, it had a cool animation where you, when you inspect the weapon, right? And, but people still bitch you, like, oh, I want to just run through it and pick it up. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> it's not a big of a problem. Like, it's actually easier for me. Because that means I don't need to, like, actually make another ray cast from the camera. And that's just a line that checks for collision, etc. To check uh, if, this, is if uh, this line is colliding with a weapon. So if it can pick it up. So it was kind of easier for me. And it kind of helps a lot. Because, I don't know, people are still bitching about, like, just picking up weapons. Well, let's say in modern age shooters like Battlefield 1 or other games yeah, that you have like two weapons and suddenly you're out of ammo you should <laughs> you should just like pick it up with e not just pick it up like <laughs> go around it yeah like in csgo you just press g and you just throw your weapon to the other side of the continent uh, <laughs> and pick another from the ground even there's like an option to actually disable that and or like not disable but change your weapon after picking it up in uh, csgo and my game, you pick up a weapon and you equip it. So just like in Doom, like in other games. So it's like, oh, you picked up a weapon. We're not going to like just show you the old one that you equipped. We're going to, the old one, like you, you had it wield. We're going to show you the new one and you can use it. And that's with special abilities, with everything like that. So you don't need to just strangle around to actually check for your new weapon. Etc. Like it get, uh, it just like helps you with the combat and etc. But it can fuck you up probably if <laughs> we did something wrong. Let's say <laughs> you pick up a weapon and suddenly like enemies swarm you around and that weapon is not meant for that. Let's say it's some nail gun <laughs> and you have something surrounding you and you have you have to like uh, do some splash damage. Well, I can see like that fucking up, but that's an auto take and. Yeah, like that's about it <laughs> in the core gameplay. So just bo just bosses. <laughs> you are you, uh, you're using the Unity engine. I, I know a lot oh, of yeah. people fucking hate the Unity engine. I don't know why. I don't understand that any of mm -hmm. that stuff enough to really have an opinion. But I know that well, some people don't like it. It so. was most about like it started from green light because green light. Uh, it was people had the vote if a game goes into Steam or not, and you know that, uh, how that's going to go. Like, everybody knows how that's going to go. First, your game is going to be good, or you're going to pay some Chinese to vote for you. <laughs> you can, you, uh, or, or, 
you go on Facebook pages, not pages, groups, for indie promotions where, uh, you know, like that thing they uh, do in YouTube, sub for sub, right? Before, before it was bannable. They, d- they did that with votes. And I'm not joking because my first game was a hack and slash, which didn't succeed. And I, because it was a little bit of acid flip. And I didn't want that, like in the end, because people critic it. And I take the critic and I take down the game because it could have gone into Steam, but I wouldn't be proud of it. It had the same name as this game, but I didn't want it out. It was shit, in my opinion, even if I wasted like six months of it on it. I was still learning. I was still like doing shit like that. And I was in groups like, oh, you just like this page and they like your page. And yeah, like, and you can get out of green light but there's people that just pay chinese and they get out and people just asset flip asset flip just buy an asset like because there is ready to play games made let's say and they just have models as placeholders like let's say just some cubes uh cube uh player as a placeholder and you change it of course but they don't do that they just grab what they have Let's say they grab that asset, or the, that whole asset for 40 bucks. They bitch it out. They just push it through, green light. Steam doesn't say anything because it was voted for, so it, it just pushes, pushes it through. And it goes on, uh, on there, and people bitch about it because it's filled up with shit. That's why they changed to Steam Direct. Not that a lot changed, but still. Like, at least it's being reviewed by Steam employees, so we can actually blame the employees and not the people that are stupid and the Chinese, <laughs> of course. Nothing against them, of course. Like honest work, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but still, like, well, it's honest work, bro. No, like, it's if true. you have like, if you have like a hundred accounts, Look, you man, just I, fucking vote for it. If I lived in a communist country, I'd do whatever I had to do to, to survive. Yeah, like, uh, I understand. I, I wouldn't care too. And, <laughs> But uh, it was like that. I just pushed through with fucking bots. And that's it, like that. And my idea was like, oh, my game is not that shit. Like, it was. And <laughs> yeah, I-, I was comparing myself to uh, Bacon and Blood. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, well, that, that game is like really shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> the animations are really stiff. They-, they don't have animations for reloading, by the way. Like, there is really shit. But it made probably a million dollars, like not a million, but half a million, because it was like ninety nine cents or something like that, and it was promoted by like a lot of uh, YouTubers. But yeah, uh, they just ha- hate Unity because it was easier for people just to create shit, uh, unlike Unreal, because Unreal is not friendly towards newcomers. You need probably a year to learn everything about it. You're not going to find everything on forums about it. You're not going to develop everything towards it because it has a blueprint system which is made for groups, not for a solo indie. It's made for groups, and it's going to be hard for you, and people cannot asset flip there as much because they're not, there's not as many, I think, just asset flips there, and, they're pay, and you need to pay a lot of money for them. Just for the models, they're like, Hyper expensive, like hyper more expensive than oh, uh, Unity, because Unity is like a free platform that actually says, well, if you make above hundred k a year, your company or you, then you pay for 
Unity Plus. I'm like, okay, like if I have 100k, I won't care paying $40. <laughs> but but Unreal says, so no, every 300 sales, you have to give 3% or 5% or whatever it was. And I say, well, that's a little bit of a bitch, like because you actually need to uh, register your game, register some stuff to so they can actually track how much money you're earning, etc. And I was like, that's too much of a bitch to make. Like, I prefer Unity. <laughs> and not only that, but I've, uh, I've started learning from Unity, etc. That's why I keep going towards Unity. Not anything against it. Like, Dusk uh, was made on Unity. There's a lot of games made on Unity. Cuphead was made on Unity. I don't know. Like, people bitch about like the asset flips. Bitch about the people that do asset flips. Don't bitch about the engine. Yeah, I agree. But because there's uh, because people that publish their games and they don't have uh, Unity Plus, just like me, uh, they have made with Unity, and people say, "Oh, well, it's made with Unity, so it's shit." Not really. Like if I don't have that there, you're gonna say, "Well, it's good." <laughs> so, so yeah, like it's stupid to actually base off your opinion off an engine. Sure, like if you're using Guru Engine, sure, like you're you're bullshitting me. But probably you can make a game on Guru Engine if you're good enough and you're experienced enough in the engine. You use it as a base model of an engine. And you, just like Hearthstone used Unity as a base model of the engine, it, isn't, it didn't use everything of it. It used it just as a base to build upon. And yeah, that, that's how it is. For the first time, fucking Blizzard uses another engine. Fuck's sake. And, and yeah, like uh, just people have like that opinion oh unity means shit games well not really just because like if dusk was on unity mm, maybe it would be like a little bit spoiled like not spoiled but a little bit hated by some people like though maybe i don't know call of duty fans uh, if they tried <laughs> it they would shut the fuck up because it's a great yeah that, that would try but that's the thing if let's say on the trailer of the game it says made with unity <laughs> I I I bet uh, I bet my like left not but people will look at it weird if it says made with Unity a little or more like I was tempted to put made with Unity but I said like this it will look like a basic game like a really basic game towards my like sure my game is not like graphical like really graphical like sure Dusk is not graphical but uh, compensates for its combat and fluidness well. I compensate a little bit with the models and a little bit with the uh, flow of the game. Because it's not only shooting, it has special abilities. Like, special abilities was one of the last things that I did, like, before, like, uh, thinking about releasing a demo. Because I was like, bro, like, combat is too stiff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was sitting there and saying, like, okay, I'm, I'm not that fast. I'm kind of slow. Like, even now that I upgrade, like, the speed, still I feel slow. Uh, and, and I was like, okay, like, oh, how can I make the f- combat fluid? And I was looking at, like, Doom Eternal and said, a hook. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not going to pull myself towards it. Uh, because they're going to say, That's a copy. <laughs> and I said, well, then I'm going to pull, like, Mortal Kombat, like, towards me. And I'm going to heal myself. So, like, if anything hits me, I'm going to heal. Like, no matter what, because people, again, bitch about it. That, oh, well, and it, rightfully so, they bitch, because you cannot just make a, a glory kill, let's say, 
and getting damaged and not getting healed or not being invulnerable. It's bullshit. It just hurts the game. Like, it makes you not want to use special abilities like this one. Like, there will be special abilities like dash and etc., yeah. which will be, like, useful in platforming. But, but yeah, like, we're not going for any climbing mechanics at all. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, like, most of it on the topic of Unity, like I was saying, oh, it's just, it's just that, like, asset flips and green light being a bitch. <laughs> but now it's Steam Direct, so we can actually say that Steam is default if something happens. Still there, still there is, like, bullshit games that go through. Because no matter what, a hundred bucks for <laughs> employees is a hundred bucks to, to get a game out there. So I've seen still asset flips, and I don't think there's gonna be like any change of it. And I said it's good to have asset flips. Why? Because it actually can show you what's a bad game and what's a good game, and it can make mediocre games look good, <laughs> and can make game good games look godlike. So it it's kind of like you need the bad to have the good, <clears throat> right? So yeah. All right, man. I I'm all out of uh, questions. So, if, do you have anything you just no. want to pass on at the end of the interview? Let people know where they can find you. I'm gonna put your Discord and like the mod DB. Yeah, you can Patreon. find me on my Discord. Yeah, you can find me on my Patreon. You can. Oh, uh, what else? Like, I don't have a lot of social media to say. Like Discord, the Patreon. You can go on YouTube to see like for anything like that. In the DB, you can check because there. That's where I'm gonna upload, but I'll probably like start uploading to Patreon. So it's like early updates for Patreon, and then like later updates for NDDB. So like people actually get interested in Patreon. <laughs> and yeah, like <clears throat> that's about like Kilometers Hunter and about the community or uh, around it and the community around Unity. <laughs> but yeah, just if you go, uh, if you go any anywhere in like the game dev industry just you have to actually ignore a lot of people <laughs> no, no matter what <clears throat> and like do what you have to do all right man uh, that's about it well it's been thank a real you fucking for having me pleasure talking <laughs> to you dude like I, we, we went pretty long but i don't care like I, I feel like you just you had a lot of useful things to say and you, you spoke very oh yeah well. educated me on some stuff so let's get out of here <laughs> Thank you, man. Later on. Have a nice day.
interview with Dravko Marinoff as much as I did, man. He's fucking awesome, and it is such a, like, it's so hard to read his name, but I'm doing my best, man. If I butchered it, I butchered it, and I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. And all, all of his uh, links, uh, his ModDB page where the demo is and info on the game, his Discord and his Patreon will be in the episode links for you guys to go check out. Speaking of links, from now on, all In The Keep links, uh, you can just find them on InTheKeep.com. That's InTheKeep, all one word, dot com. And you'll have everything. You'll have the uh, links to all the different podcast networks, whether it be if, you, if you're listening on YouTube, that's cool. If you prefer to listen to an audio version only and just carry it around on your phone, Awesome, you can do that, and all the links to like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and a bajillion other things are on there. You can go check that out. You can also find our Twitter page. You can follow us there if you want to get updates or just hit us up, check us out, all that good stuff. And definitely join the Discord because that's where all the action is happening, man. The, the Keep Discord is popping, and we'd love to have you, and we can get you connected to pretty much wherever you want to be in the AFBS community. So... Please come hang out with us if you would like to. And the support links, we got uh, PayPal, obviously, if you just want to be a, a fucking angel and just like, just here's a little blah, 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 money, angel money uh, to, I don't know, like pick up the tab for the month. If you, you know, like the, the podcast does cost a little bit for me to produce. And hey, I don't necessarily always want to pay it. It's not much, but I'm just saying if it's self-supporting, it's self-supporting and that would be great. Uh, with that said, Patreon we did set up a few goals. Uh, the first one's going to be $25 a month. So that's essentially what I, you know, that's the out of pocket cost of the podcast. If we can get to that number, which will cover all expenses of the podcast, we will then start producing weekly episodes. So currently I've just put the episodes out first and 15th of each month. I would like to do more. It's just, you know, like I got to work and all this kind of stuff. So we can just, if we could just cover that cost, it'll really motivate us to, uh, produce, more of the show and I can get, you know, I can pay the artist and pay for the like mastering cost, all that shit. Like it, it is a little bit, it's not too much, but it is a little bit. And the second one, we have a $50 goal and this is to cover servers. This is for like doom quake world. And hopefully when we get the SDK dusk world, we'll have some servers up for that too. But in the meantime, we're just setting the goal. And if we do uh, at any point, end up having a surplus more than we need for what we're actually producing at the time, any extra money will just go towards the prize pools for our future events, all that good stuff. And speaking of uh, Patreon, I did want to thank Paul and Mitchell, Mr. Paul Mitchell, no, two guys, two different guys, Paul and Mitchell, for, for donating to the show on Patreon. We really appreciate that. And it's just, it's a little bit, but it's every month and it really does help. So thanks guys. And the last way that you can support, other than just to go tell your friends, and that which is fine, we that's fine. If you don't have anything to give or you don't want to, you just want to enjoy the ride, that's cool. But please do tell your friends to come check out the show. The last way is uh, the Amazon affiliate link. This doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just like if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click on that link first, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, whatever you end up buying, a little bit goes back to the podcast. And it can literally be anything, guys. I mean, like somebody bought snorkeling socks this week, so it could be anything any little bit helps. We appreciate it. That's enough pimping out the uh, the, the money bullshit. I, I hate asking for anything, but it's like hey, we want to we want to make this thing the best we can and self sustaining. So thank you so much if you decide to do that. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can go check out some other similar podcasts. There are more than you think, but just name off a, a few that are currently like really active. 
we got Full Tech Podcast hosted by my boy Smango. He also runs QuakeFans.net and KentuckyNerd.com. He talks about all things PC gaming and a lot of stuff about AFPS and like the tech involved and all of this stuff. He's just an amazing guy. He's so authentic. He's one of my best friends, and I do hope you go check out his show. And the second one being QuakeCast. That's hosted by Dump Truck of the Quake Mapping Community and RC of the Quake Grave on YouTube. And also recently, uh, JCR has been picking up the picking up the slack a little bit. I think RC had something come up or has been busy in his life, but JCR is also doing a great job. So go check them out, man. They have some amazing, amazing guests. It's like one of my favorite shows to listen to, obviously. If you like Quake and you listen to this podcast, why wouldn't you check out The QuakeCast? So definitely do that. And last thing uh, before we get out of here, Got some events we want to talk about. Obviously, we have Quake World QH Land 2019, Silkberg, Denmark, August 29th through September 3rd. Then we have QuakeCon 2019, July 25th through the 29th. I will be there. You will likely be able to pick me out in the crowd because because I said so. And feel free to come up and say, say hey, man, if you're going to be in the BYOC, man, we want to know who you guys are. We want to see you. We want to hug you. We want to tell you how awesome you are and vice versa. I mean, not not proud of it, but I do like to be told I'm awesome. So I think we all do. And say hey to like uh, Unkind will be there, Slip will be there, D Ron will be there, all the State of Quake guys, and East Five Thousand, Brand Flakes, but the, the whole crew. We're we're all gonna be turning up. It's gonna be a great time. And I'll probably be port- uh, recording some podcasts while I'm there. Actually, I got the Zoom H4N all uh, all set up and ready to go. So it's gonna be fun time. I'm looking forward to it. You can also go uh, check out. Uh, the Duskworld Dual Pools, they, these are in the keep on Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Brand Flakes, the queen of the clifftop, the Duchess of Duskworld, is hosting these. And it's just an opportunity to get in there and practice with, you know, like with the community, rotate, go round robin. But if you play against ba- Brand Flakes, she's, the, she's one of the best Duskworld players there is, period. And, and it's a great time. So join her for those. Also, U.S. Quake Community. Their weekly schedule is on Discord. I'm not going to try to read it off again this time. It's just like, if you want to play Quake or Doom, you will any day of the week, man, you'll find somebody to play with or you'll find some kind of event going on. And with that said, North American players, I would encourage you to keep your eyes out for Manifest Destiny in your near future. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more. And with that, I'm going to have a cold one. You guys can always buy me a cold one if you're going to be at QuakeCon. I will, <laughs> don't, don't roofie me. Or anything weird like that but if it's got a cap on it or it's closed the can is closed and you want to buy me a beer or i see the bartender pour it and hand it directly to me that would be cool but otherwise like d-ron if you're thinking about roofie in my drink please don't do that ease 5000 same thing love you guys stay in the motherfucking key